0: Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand.
1: Good evening, teen timers. Industrial sounds and those in modern art galleries can certainly blur these days, it seems. Reflecting all manner of local themes, in this week's Around Town with me, Andrew Dembina, we hear about an exhibition on by a cutting-edge SAR artist that was recently showed in the UK, albeit with a few changes between the one there and here. Let's meet one of the curators. That's art world speak for exhibition organiser, plus Two of the artists.
2: Uh, hi, I'm Johnson Chang. I'm curator of the Hong Kong Eye exhibition. This exhibition shows 24 artists and includes about 50 artworks. It was the first large-scale Hong Kong contemporary art exhibition shown in a major exhibition space in Europe, the Saatchi Gallery in London. The exhibition at Artistry in Hong Kong is the return exhibition. And the Hong Kong Eye is selected by a group of four um, advisors and the three curators. The experts um, provided the list which was shortlisted down to 65 artists out of which the curators picked 24. We tried to make a selection that speaks to the international audience in particular the London audience this selection has an angle to engage people who are familiar with an art scene in the West and it is also selected to show aspects of Hong Kong art that would make it different from what international art scene is already familiar with which is the Chinese art scene. There are uh, three more artists in this exhibition than the London exhibition and we have um, some works that couldn't be shown in London. We have also some works that couldn't be shown here on account of size and weight and access through the lifts and lobbies. The spaces are very different and uh, that accounts for a different selection. It is very exciting to look at new art, especially art which intentionally takes um, a subversive position, humor, and sometimes a sardonic approach to life, as well as funky approaches to doing things. And uh, it shows the quirkiness also that you do not see in the um, business-like dealings in Hong Kong. In this exhibition, people see a lot of things they're familiar with, um, Hong Kong cinema, experience of the harbour, objects, relate to traditional Chinese culture but they are all remade uh, and reinterpreted.
1: While we're speaking I'm not sure if the audience can hear this there's a clicking going on in the background when people look at individual pieces of art here should they be looking at them for their individuality or should they take them in in the entirety with the rest of the exhibition?
2: In an open exhibition hall sometimes the interference of one work uh, into other spaces is a problem but in this particular show one thing the creators have decided to do is present an experience of Hong Kong, this buzzing urban centre, the whole very cosmopolitan feel and the busyness of Hong Kong. Hello, I'm
0: Amy Chung I am from Hong Kong, uh, one of the artists participating in the Hong Kong Art Exhibition. In London, it was another piece of work. Actually, it was a toy tank. In here, it's taxi.
1: This work that we're standing in front of now which is making me feel a bit dizzy because it's a taxi which is kind of leaning heavily to one side. When you're standing in front of it it kind of makes your perspective go a little bit different. Was it inspired by a dream? That's what I read.
0: Yes it was indeed. It was actually from a course I did for the CUHK students and it was about Alice in Wonderland. So all the students in the course were um, supposed to do a work about Alice in Wonderland but in the end of the course they asked me to do a work so I was really nervous and stressed and until one day I really was so stressed that I fell asleep and then I dreamt that I actually met Alice and then I tried to follow her into the rabbit hole and everything and I was actually a photographer too so when she was actually going into the rabbit hole and started to cry into her own tear pool I got the iconic photo it's going to be in Time magazine and everywhere. but suddenly she screamed taxi! and then a taxi just came right from of her and then is about to take her away and I said no in a very very loud voice and then this no has become a wind and then this wind has changed the shape of the taxi after that i woke up and i thought wouldn't it be nice if this dream really took off and then led into our reality so here we are in front of this distorted taxi
1: for some years changing the subject hong kong was criticized as lacking in a credible homegrown fine art scene what's your opinion on that
0: Yes, I think that's true, but uh, I think there always have been a lot of great artists in Hong Kong too in different mediums, different generations I have great admiration to many of them actually, but it's just lack of publicity lack of identity, lack of cultural policy that make us into a good group, that gain respect and uh, integrity as a Hong Kong art group, so I think this exhibition is great in, in terms of framing it in this sort of way to make a big statement about really look at us, we are a big group and uh, very interesting and important works here.
1: I mean, for you yourself, I, I have to ask, why did you study art in London and not in Hong Kong?
0: Because I really admire the cultural heritage that uh, Europe has. You can go to see a uh, work of art that la- lasts for 1,000 years, 2,000 years, um, all different kind of uh, dimension of culture. But in Hong Kong, we are a very small city, and uh, we have very little history, 150 years. How would you encourage
1: those teenage and university students, or even adults in the workplace, if they've got a creative instinct, how would you make something happen in Hong Kong?
0: It's just the fact that you have to act. You have just to do it. Because one, one um, idea of this work is, I was just using a dream, or actually the imagination of no in my dream. So I make this no into a force of energy that uh, created this work in your imagination, uh, realize it, and then see it real.
1: Well... We were talking to uh, Johnson Chang earlier on about uh, some of the different types of media used and the fact that they make some noise. We're right next to one of them now with an artist next to some turnstiles that look very familiar, a bit like they're out of the MTR.
3: Hello, I'm uh, João Vasco-Paiva. And, uh, I'm a Portuguese artist based in Hong Kong for seven years now. This is a work I did in 2011 where I recorded three hours of people entering the, the MTR station in Central. And I, I pick up that recording and I transform it into an algorithm that automates these ones to move. Okay,
1: now around these um, turnstiles, which are moving by themselves as if magically, there are some boards which look a bit like MTR exit boards and local maps, but there's something a bit different about them.
3: They are actually mimicking the, the MTR information boards, it, uh, and the whole idea was about removing information. It's a personal project in the sense that, you know, I don't read Chinese so most of the times I look at things and I I perceive uh, mostly the design and graphic attributes and here what I tried to do was basically that. In my perception these are very strong characteristics of uh, Hong Kong culture. When I show these works abroad people can see that it's some kind of information painting, a map, but nobody would associate them with the MTR And in Hong-, in Hong Kong. People that take the MTR actually they, they can recognize them.
1: Another thing that a lot of people whether they live in Hong Kong or not would recognize is the harm of Hong Kong and we are now standing in front of a very large projection of a video of the harbour and it's rocking from side to side making me feel a bit seasick. Uh,
3: You're not the only one. People cannot look at this video for a long time and it's basically a video of an orientation boy in in the harbour but I made a computer program that would freeze the boy in the centre of the frame, in the centre of the image. To keep the the monument still you have to move all the environment around it. I mean my work cannot be limited by the media but the medium that I'm using designs the work, right? So what brings together most of the works is that you could say it's a medium-specific work, it couldn't not be done in another way.
1: The exhibition Hong Kong Eye runs till the thirty first of May at Artistry, First Floor Cornwall House, Taiku Place, Island East. A few exhibits are also on show at the Mandarin Oriental, Hong Kong, at 5 Connaught Road, Central. And that's all from around town with me, Andrew Dembina. Until next Tuesday evening. Listen back to this report on our online archive at rthk.hk slash special slash teen time.